0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. We're at the comics table. The comics table. You've been here before. You've been here before? I, okay, once or twice. Yeah, you get a reservation or you just no. some, come sit down? I never make reservations for anything. Well, we did make a reservation for a third person at the table today. Who's that? Who's that, Patrick? It's Mae Wilkerson, everybody. Yay. Hey, guys. How are you, Mae?
1: I'm great. I'm wondering if this music is.
0: We leave this on the whole time.
1: Continue? Not that it's not relaxing to have peaceful music that blasted music, into your eardrums.
0: It's by a band called Javelin and it's called We Are We. Is that how you would say that? That's how I would say it. Uh, that
1: music felt, sounded the way yoga feels to me in my mind.
0: Really? That Just high like tempo?
1: Aggressively spiritual.
0: Yes, that's a good, That's those are good, adi- that's, aggressively is a perfect adjective for that song. The aggressive comics table. Uh, yeah.
1: Except that the only one who's aggressive is, uh... You, Tristan Smith. Tristan Smith. Mm. Very aggressive. Patrick and very I, I are, are very non-aggressive.
0: We're nice. How am I aggressive? Man? We are you're really not nice. <laughs> nice. You're very
2: mean. sometimes. you're a mean
1: person. Well, okay, let's you're let's, a bad let's, person. let's clear the air.
2: Yeah. I don't think May Wilkerson, yeah. wilkerson likes me very much. I'm gonna be honest. Oh I no,
1: mean, I I have no problem with you. I We're think, getting
2: into this I th- already. I think that she thinks that my onstage persona is actually who I am.
0: No, I have seen no, her.
1: I like your onstage <laughs> persona. It's your offstage persona. Oh snap! Just kidding.
0: Yeah. Tonight on the like... comics table, it's actually an intervention on your personality. Oh, man.
1: But I actually have no problem with like, got the kind of person you are on stage. I think it's hilarious. Okay, you're very well, funny you. when you're mean.
2: Well, um, yeah. I mean, you know, I struggle with it, though. I struggle with it. Because I don't want
1: to be... being so funny. He got a
0: really bad review on badslava.com. So now uh, he's traumatized. He's I don't traumatized. care about that. That guy can... Oh suck it somebody was like this guy (laughs) he's so mean and he's not even funny and
1: tristan printed it out and put it up all around his room yeah
0: no you know what i i
2: i i i feel like we're all comics we should have like some like if you're you know what i'll tell you if you're just getting up there and you're just being hateful and awful and everything like that that's one thing but i think that yes you are thing (laughs) but i think that people should be cognizant of the fact that it is a performance and that you most people most like 99 percent of people are generally kidding yeah it's not like a serious, you know. Just I, I, mean, I, you know, I, I
1: understand am. that completely.
2: Oh, well, I
0: know you do.
1: Yeah. Oh, other people do. Yeah. Oh, the, I yeah. think there are a number They're of people, people
0: that do not. Who
1: cares? That. Those people are.
0: Down. You know, it's great. That's, that's what I feel bad. Yeah. It's great when people you don't think would understand it do understand it. Like last week, Tristan wasn't there at the mic, uh, and and we had somebody else hosting with me, and so I decided I would be the mean one, and John Fox got up, did his John Fox thing, and I just I just roasted him hard, and. uh and John Fox was the loudest to laugh, and he—he oh, he, he gets it. And yeah. I said to him, "I said Tristan's not here, so I have to be the surrogate Tristan tonight." Right, and and he I actually John Fox a lot. Yeah. He actually appreciated it. Yeah,
1: I'm guessing John Fox listens to this podcast. Oh, he
0: loves it, John. Because we love if, you. If
1: I if I knew that you guys were talking about me, I would definitely listen.
0: Yeah. Uh let's get some context in the room for the people that don't know who the hell may is, who I am, who Tristan is. We host a mic together, an open That's mic on Thursdays. <laughs> and, uh, may Wilkerson is I one love- of our favorite comedians that, yeah. that is, uh, Thank there was you. a time you were definitely, I would say definite regular. It was, without fail may was there every week yeah now you're much busier and we she's we get too big that. she's too big for us now yeah. i'm not
1: too big at all i always sign up and then i just don't get there
0: don't let jeff lawrence hear that There's i always policies. send. i
1: always send an apology <laughs> I, I never canceled him. no
0: no i kind of like it when bad. you're on the list because then i'm like all right she'll definitely cancel so we can get one of these walk-ins on yeah Oh no! I miss. That's I, good. I don't like it when you're. No, no. You like it when you don't show up. May's oh. great because you know she's going to bring the heat. She's got prepared material. She's working on something new. She brings the the heat. She's cooking. She's going to see. She's going to make me see the world in a way that I don't normally see it.
1: Wow, that's really nice. Uh,
0: she's going to expose me to different perspectives.
1: Speaking of which, she is a TED talk. <laughs>
0: she's great. <laughs> Uh, no you are great We're so glad you're here We're so which, glad you're giving us are your you time speaking I didn't
1: which... hear the word funny
0: <laughs> She's hysterical <laughs> Thank, you.
1: Thank you Thank you Beautiful
0: Huge tips.
1: Oh well, that's fine Perfect
0: hair You yes, condition every day don't you
1: um no
2: i'm working on some huge tips i gotta be honest i you are I'm well, we on both are. a lot of sausage you sure. guys
1: are pretty much known as the big titted yeah the big titted yeah. it must be how do you move past that how do you get people to you know what r- I'm, respect your mind? I'm
2: just you know it's part of my persona it
1: is a big part of your act yeah. yeah. is your enormous uh, there's breath. that
0: whole suckling bit that i do yeah, yeah. i light my nipples on fire yeah oh, that yeah. is it's, a crowd pleaser it's
1: unforgettable Yeah. every time it's a
0: closer <laughs> uh
1: well, yeah, because you have burned scars. You have to go to the hospital.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's there's medical attention. Problem at is, me. you have
1: to do it at the end of the set and then you have to go to the R, but it's really funny. It's worth it. I mean, this
0: is art. We're making art. Hey, we're room. all gingers in the room right now. Uh, yeah, very Thank red. You. Very ginger mix. Yeah. Okay,
1: let's talk about this because I identified as a redhead my whole life because I was. Yeah. And then as I've gotten older, I don't. I guess I'm not a redhead anymore because when I say I'm a redhead, people are like, no,
2: you're, you're that a redhead. Well, first a of all, strawberry you, you strawberry, strawberry blonde. You're you're you definitely still got the red in there. Thank you. For me, I had the same thing my, like ha- my head hair shop. was the same color as my beard and now it's faded so it's more just like sandy blonde at this point See, yeah i
0: i don't identify as a ginger my beard comes in red but i don't i don't uh i don't have red hair
1: yeah you don't no i don't think i think it's like but you than me than offended, me, than, offended. Than Trist- you're yeah. a ginger
2: yeah Hardcore. i i got beat up all the time because of my
0: ginger hair i paid my dues that's what they said but there <laughs> yeah. were many other reasons
1: <laughs> he's like uh, <laughs> none of the other gingers got beat up but for yeah. me
0: uh, 3 Gingers on a room in a room. Uh big day today guys. Uh election day. Election night. Election night. I got a question here. What's your question? I'm just looking at your laptop. See this purple track? Yeah. Earlier it was waveforms were being Well, that's because it's it's
2: highlighting the the audio the, the music the track which track. is not, which okay. is not playing right now. Okay.
0: All right, everybody relax. We're we're recording properly. Patrick is worried really about my I like... really I don't I never micromanage anything. Yes. That's so weird. <laughs> That's very unlike you did. Did I already say election night?
1: It's it election did. night. You did. All right, I thought you were talking night. about the poll numbers. That's what I was saying.
0: We don't know when this podcast will air. Right. Okay. So we've got Mae Wilkerson in the room the night before the first woman president might be elected. Yes. Or might not be elected.
1: Oh my God. It's Christmas. How do
0: you feel though, Christmas May?
1: for feminist comedians.
0: I just delivered the news to you that Trump is probably gonna win indiana
1: okay that is so trump
2: is trump according to the internet trump has won indiana kentucky and (laughs) um uh what does it look like here's Uh, the
1: problem with with patrick's statement you didn't tell me what hillary had won
2: she's won vermont so far which is your
1: is that your home state massachusetts i understand why you would think vermont
0: no i always mix this up It's massachusetts okay May comes from a long line of badass fucking feminists. If, oh if, my god, I gotta be yeah. honest, like so I don't wanna they isolate
1: team.
0: I don't wanna isolate the people
2: um or alienate or alienate the people uh that, that might listen to our podcast that are either mentally handicapped or my mother. So <laughs> um fine with anybody that votes for Trump. Um <laughs> That's not I, I personally uh I personally mm-hmm. Uh, think he is the worst fucking thing ever,
0: and I really liked The Apprentice season one in two thousand four. Oh, it was okay. so good! It was entertaining. Yeah,
1: wait, was that when Joan Rivers was on it? That no, was-
0: Bill Rancic. Oh uh, no, I watched it that was one with was Literally, the first season.
1: Okay. I think uh, mine was the second or third, but oh, good TV. It's really good TV. Yeah. A
0: lot of good challenges. Great.
1: I don't think I could watch it now. No. Because I loathe him with all of my being. Sorry, Tristan's mom, but really it's...
0: Florida is neck and neck,
2: guys. It's oh, as my God. It always is. Oh, my
1: God. Oh, my God. I'm so panicking.
2: So, yeah. So <laughs> we, there's so much of the country that is not even accounted for yet. So we're fine.
0: Like, what? what does it mean to you... If, (laughs) if Hillary wins, like, does it, is it, is it like, where does it, yeah, where does it hit you? Is it, does it hit you as as a woman? Like, is it like women can do anything or it's like, thank God politically we avoided this.
1: The second I, I, I'm, I'm emotional. Like I've been reading all the Facebook posts about the woman thing and I don't know, call me crazy. I don't see politicians as having gender. Yeah. And so it's hard. they are
0: robots. It's hard
1: for me to like, is Obama well, a man? Obama's a person. I know I'm not saying I don't see gender. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what I'm saying. But I'm saying for politicians. Yeah. As much as I'm I love Hillary. I'm all for her. I, I've totally come around. I was a Bernie fan, but I've totally come around. Um, I love her, but I also see many problems with her. Um, and I don't maybe it has not just hasn't hit me yet or something. I think
2: it's I think it's actually um, I do see gender um, a lot. All the yeah. time, everywhere I look. But I, uh, I do like that idea of like of approaching different, like not that, like not approaching politics with like an eye on gender or race or any of those things. Are more just like what is this person saying and doing, and um, you know that's why I don't but always. Here's
1: what's so weird: like I loved Obama, and when Obama was, you know why? Because Obama, it was exciting because he was the first non-white man. I feel like Obama's a woman. What I'm saying is We've I feel completely lost. I mean, our, like,
2: completely
0: lost all of our KKK listeners. Feel, you put that guy in bye a pair Felicia. Of, uh, pair of pleated khakis. He does look very woman. I think
1: Obama. I love him so much. I see him as a woman. Sorry, yeah. Hillary. So I, in a way, like I was so emotional. I was crying. Can over you do Obama.
0: a
2: bit on how you see, like, the president as a woman? That would be.
1: Uh, I only have a few months. Um, so average <laughs> <laughs> on average takes me a year to write. Well, a new bit, so.
0: he does, he is certainly like a safe man. You know, like like he's been such a like he's and, never there's no scandal. And
1: I feel like Michelle Obama was also kind of the president. That's the mm. other thing. I just I have such love in my heart for the Obamas. A. So, um it's it's I'm sad they're leaving. And that's yeah. like a big part of this for me Is I just I I love them. I'm I'm still mourning their their they're leaving. I I like Hillary. I I think she seems like a great uh politician and not I don't think she's evil by any means, but um I just <sighs> I, I don't, like, love her enough the way that I did Obama. Yeah. And because that election was so exciting and emotional, I just don't feel it this time. Well, d-
0: so uh, did you watch Louis on Conan talking about how Hillary is sort of like the... He he likes Hillary because then it's like having an authoritative mom in yeah. the office. Yeah, yeah. So where... Great in, point, Louis. If that,
1: Louis listens, right?
0: If that... Yeah, he well, he, we have him on after you leave. Okay. Um, so talk. if that... In that metaphor, Hillary's a, an authoritative mom... By the way, Obama can we, can we is just like the fun loving uncle. Like you know have an uncle. episode no, where Obama we, is we, everyone's we just do dad.
1: Obama is as a as a girl. He's a dad. Obama is father.
0: But is he is he Obama he's not is, like authoritative dad? Yeah. He's like
1: softly authoritative.
0: But he'll like drive the girls to the movies but and he, buy you he, ice cream afterward.
1: Yeah, but also like He'll also help you with your homework. You
0: trust him. He,
1: you trust him. He's, he takes care of you. He's you not going to flirt
0: with your friends like a stepdad. Yes, you know, I got, I got to say though, I got
2: to say, so, um, I if think you say that anything uh, about Obama, I will murder. Your I voted for, a, I voted for Obama twice. Um, the alternatives once again, were were not, uh, appetizing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I I appreciate a lot. I didn't of, want to eat them; they weren't appetizing. About, I appreciate a lot about what he did, but I also think there <laughs> was a for lot of stuff. the president you want to eat. <laughs> he, he promised a lot of things that he didn't deliver, and he was ineffectual in a lot of ways. And I, and part of that was because he did the he
1: best was, he could. He did, well, I
2: think he did the, the best deep that government, he could. government
0: yeah, always I takes mean, over.
1: So if he did the best he could, that's all we should talk about. Like how insane is it to expect someone to do better than is actually possible given the scenario?
2: I don't. You know what? I don't know how to deal with the insanity that is the news cycle and the way they an- analyze. Politics and like all of like you really you're really seeing the 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 gears and the motors turning everything with this particular election because there's just so much bullshit from both sides yeah. that's so transparent in a way. I mean, maybe I'm just noticing it more, but I, I feel like it's especially more transparent this 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 time around. Like, it's not like this kind of situation so think, hasn't occurred before.
0: I think social media is. Is so much more tuned. People are so much more tuned in and they understand how the PR machine works for right. a campaign. Because so we all become sees,
1: our own little media machines.
0: Yeah. So we recognize how they spin everything. Well,
2: Facebook has been nauseating in the way that it, it just like generates, Like they talk about things and everyone's like harps on the particular thing. Yeah. You know, like, okay, so for instance, once again, not a Trump fan, the whole grab your pussy thing, like, that was like one in a litany of horrible things that he said and done. And that was like the main f- like people focused on
1: newsy. that. So, what's that? Because it's newsy and it's
0: catchy. Because the it is newsy. It is very it's the catchy. The phrase yeah. "grab her by the pussy." I know that I mean, is, that's I mean, a t-shirt worthy. That's a delight to right. say.
1: I mean, it's so it always kills on stage. Has it ever not killed on stage? Yeah.
0: Oh, I, let's I ask May this. Yeah. What kind of tweet tweets you got today? What kind of hot tweets you got?
1: Uh, nothing great. I've honestly been so stressed that I can't even. I you don't guys, feel funny. are
0: you a hot tweeter? Are you, do you like? You don't tweet know that about her? She's yeah. fucking killing it on Twitter. I do, okay. uh. If you're not following, shut up, May at twitter.com. HTTP <laughs> Twitter. h- <laughs> backslash not. May Wilkerson. Uh, you're log into dumb your AOL
1: dumb. account. Yeah, and <laughs> get in there. <laughs> Send Google me an I am. <laughs> I am her on Instagram. You know,
0: I am me on the Instagram. and then uh, tweet at her on Facebook. Yes. Um, it's
1: shut up may and yeah, my my election tweets today have been subpar, but I've been. well. Let's
0: hear some. Let's hear like a borderline. Good
1: ones. Um, OK, uh, Trump supporters never threaten to move to Canada if their candidate loses because they've never heard of Canada. Hey, yo! <laughs> She's getting the dumb trumpsters. <laughs> but that was too easy. Uh
0: I hope they all die in a Trumpster fire. How about No that? no
1: no. I wasn't a pun. Come on. I'm a pun guy. Close. I like puns. I know, puns are fun. Okay. All I want for my birthday this year is to not live in a dystopian hellscape reigned by an evil emperor. Also money and socks.
0: She likes socks. You're mm-hmm. a sweater gal.
1: I love sweaters.
0: Great flannel. Tristan has that same flannel.
1: Just FYI, if you're listening, most of my tweets are a little better than that. So.
0: Yeah, no, May 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 gets retweeted by people like uh, President Clinton. Well, they, you
1: know they could no check gosh. it out, or we could oh, just do I got goosebumps. Just imagine. We could
0: just have this episode be like May's Twitter feed. Yeah, like we'll just have her read them one at a time. I actually do appreciate and that you read them. those. I'm sorry I put you on the spot about <laughs> that because I feel like that's a that is a lot of pressure.
1: Well, normally I would be more excited, and but Twitter. It was just like a low day.
0: Yeah. Well, you had that great. Actually, just I read that interview on Split Sider. That was great. Thank it was specifically about May's tweets, uh, and I don't know if it's said in that article, but like, tweets are so visual. You know, like very, it's not often that they're both funny delivered verbally, and they're haikus, you right? Know?
1: They are very visual. You're right. Because when I was reading them, I I thought uh, you need to look at this. Look at yeah.
0: look like at look at like the it is
1: like a Chinese.
2: Like an Ancient Chinese haiku, yeah, and the way they have like a limited amount of word space and they describe some vivid kind of picture or feeling or whatever in like a couple of lines. I mean, that's that's you know, it's Twitter's also
1: context. There's something about like you're reading it within the context of being on Twitter, yeah, you're seeing all the other tweets,
0: yeah. It's like it's like like how I'm certain not that, jokes. I'm not, I'm not that sucked up in the Twitterverse, you know. Oh, it's you nice. gotta get on the Twitterverse,
2: you, you know. What get you know, what, I because I, I do like for my day job, like I do a lot of web development stuff. And Twitter is just so difficult to deal with. sorry. They're so, May's like, they snoring. don't, they
0: do not want to make money, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, they I make it I difficult. The well, the developer. last thing you want to do is stare last at a screen fucking right screen. All right. I'm talking over me. What'd you no, say? No,
1: I was just, I was talking over you. Sorry, everybody. Weird. Let's
2: talk over each other. <laughs> no, Ready? Okay. One, two, three. I was so just wondering if, I was like, maybe a uh, out you out. This is,
0: we I, harmonized for a moment. That was beautiful. I just want to three. listen to you guys. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey guys, let's
2: talk about um, let's talk about like the you know getting into uh, getting into comedy a little bit. I know we end up doing that like every episode, but it's interesting. Especially, I I, I don't know if I should bring it up, but. You know, Patrick, you have you talk about um uh like uh, dr- you know your past drinking on stage. Like mm-hmm. you've talked to May, you've talked about your past drinking on stage. I always find on stage, that stage
1: off stage, right? I-, I always find I that really
2: interesting when people are talking about. I this used stuff to be a drunk. <laughs> but you know, there's something about that that is like so much more real in some ways. Like when people have like gone through that and then moved beyond it and then talk about it, then Could to me at least, I find it more. Well, I'm glad brave. to
0: hear that because I honestly, I'm getting, I'm at a point right now where like. People don't want to hear about this shit.
1: Oh no, they do. I think I they want. I think they always do. I, yeah, they right. just want it to be as long as it's funny. Well, that's good. Yeah, I did, don't. I don't think people care. What were you, you
0: doing thought. comedy before
2: all that, or did you have that experience and then you and then you got into comedy after?
1: After, but I wanted to do comedy forever, ever since college.
0: She used to work at the cellar.
1: Yeah, I moved to New York to be a comedian. I got a job waitressing at the cellar. And how then, long ago was that? Uh, Eight years ago. Okay. And then for a year, like I did maybe two mics, open mics a year for the first few years I was in New York. I I was very drunk. I didn't properly prepare material. I still don't. Um, and uh, I brought like all my friends. <laughs> so it was like a whole big thing. So the first. I love you guys. that I, I
0: love comics that do that, though, because then you get to perform for people's friends. Yeah. I
1: know. But it was embarrassing. And it wasn't like laughing Buddha mics. These were like rant, these weird mics in bars.
0: Yeah. Which one? Do you remember any specific? One was at
1: the Bitter End, which is a bar in yeah. the West yeah. Village. But I don't think they have mics anymore.
0: I just went to the Bitter End last night for Big J's taping. And it was fantastic. Wow. Oh, that's awesome a lot of racist jokes. But back to the context thing. I can't come in here and talk about racist jokes, but Rich Voss does it in a show setting like that. Anyway, I'm cutting you off.
1: You can you can't even talk about racist jokes. You, no,
0: you can talk about racist jokes, but I can't. I can't make some uh
2: That's not, that's make not your a value personality. judgment. Yeah. You know, Rich Voss is like he's got this very um Jersey kind of aggressive, yeah. aggressive. Uh, I'm going to say anything no matter how you know yeah. offensive it and, is. and and I love that but I mean that's why people but he yeah. has
1: a child like innocence to him like while he's saying these things it's right. like he's just kind of thinking about it yeah. you don't feel like he even really knows what he thinks right he'll just be like Asian people are bad driver or like but yeah. in like an inquisitive kind of way that's really in, very amusing
0: yeah for me people are like you you know what you were saying buddy yeah you like yeah. you're taking
1: a stance yeah.
0: You're taking a clear stance. So you're in the bitter end doing open mics near the cellar, around the corner, yeah. West Village. She's drunk. She's getting on stage, bringing drunk. friends.
1: I always get, yeah. But it was just weird because I was at the cellar all the time. I was I was watching the greatest comedians in the world every night. So do you think
2: that really helped you? I mean, did you get a jump jump start that way?
1: Maybe, but I was like at the same time it it was a huge blow to my confidence because i i was around these comedians who were so far ahead of me and none of them saw like they didn't even know i wanted to be a comedian so yeah. i i just always felt like really insecure
0: i remember booking comics at college and uh one guy i i had done an open mic at that point and i told this comedian who was about to go up he's like do you want to go do 5 minutes and i was like oh no like i couldn't i couldn't bear the idea of like I I told this guy I want to be a comedian, but I actually wasn't one yet. Yeah. Uh, I'd done two open mics or something, and yeah, that the the distance between what you want to be and what they are is there's so much like embarrassment. Did you, did
2: in you start doing comedy before, or after sobriety? Like when did you get?
0: Involved? I was 19 at my first open mic, and I wasn't. I was drinking, but I wasn't like a full on drunk yet. I yeah, think.
1: I didn't commit commit to like once I started. A little over three years ago is when I was like, all right, I'm going to do this every night.
0: Yeah. You, uh, so when you were drinking and those, you were doing them randomly, what were you talking about on stage?
1: Being a drunk. Yeah. And like working at the cellar.
0: I was at an open So you mic. were already like v-
2: very aware that you were like... That, you, uh,
1: that I had a, dr- a drinking problem? Right. Because sometimes oh, people yeah.
0: are...
2: Sometimes people are drinking. They're just like, ah, oh, you know, I'm just having fun, man. You
1: know, yeah. I'm very, I'm painfully self-aware. Yeah. I always been.
0: This girl at an open mic the other night was like, so you guys, I have this app on my phone, uh, and it, it helps you figure out if you have a drinking problem. And what you do is you enter in every time you have a drink and there's a bar that goes up and it basically counts your drinks. And she's talking about this and I, there's another sober comic in the room. We're kind of looking at each other laughing like it's yes. crazy. If you have an app on your phone to watch your drinking, you might have a problem. You know, that's what I think right. we're silently saying yeah. to each other. So For there's sure. a dead spot in her set as she's talking about this. And I was like, what's the app called? Because I was generally curious, right. uh, genuinely curious. And she's like, oh, well, I have three of them. Oh, <laughs> God. And that, when she said that, me and the other sober comic laughed so fucking hard. Because it's, yeah, it's... I, I don't, you're not supposed to say like, oh, that person probably has a problem. But if I saw you at the bitter end 10 years ago or whenever that was, and you were ranting and raving about drinking. Yeah. I I think it's probably obvious to. Oh, sure.
1: Yeah. I mean, my stories were just all like, I got so drunk and I did a crazy thing.
0: Yeah. And the seller, I mean, Ross worked there too. My fiance worked mm-hmm. there. And it sounds like really the belly of the beast for, if you want to get fucked up, you want to do coke and you want to hang out till six in the morning.
1: Didn't Dolores also work at the cellar?
0: I don't know. I, I thought there was
1: like a bunch of us that ended up in AA from the cellar.
0: I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. She's hysterical. She's one of the She's funniest so people on the internet. She's so funny. Did
2: the uh, getting sober and the like getting really serious about comedy coincide or were they at different times?
1: No, I was three years sober when I started comedy. Oh, okay. Um, but I wanted to. I'm just, I'm very slow to do everything. (laughs) Like I just, it takes me a long time. It took me a really long time to build up the courage. Like early recovery was like such a big process for me. And I was so just miserable and depressed a lot of the time. And then I was also really happy and excited, but I just wasn't in a place where I could commit to comedy. And
0: that, and then, but now you're like locked in. Yeah. Like, I think if you didn't have that foundation, maybe you wouldn't be.
1: Yeah, I think so too. I think it, it all worked out fine as as much there's a huge part of me that's like why haven't i been doing this for 10 years but then there's another part of me that's like well it's kind of soul crushing yeah. so <laughs> maybe it's good that i started later
0: uh, i yeah and i i gotta say like just in the last year there have been some some nights or periods of time where i feel very unsober like not that i've done anything or not yeah. that i drank or whatever but like I just it, well, you, was it. It is so dry brutal? drunk.
2: Is that what you were calling? That yeah, expression? yeah, dry drunk.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's very. It's so brutal that like if you don't, if you're not, I don't know. I you think about be that. Really I actually careful. think
2: about that all the time about how you function in the comic world without drinking because. Uh, so I was never like a very big drinker. Like I would have like a drink maybe once a month. Maybe once every two weeks, something like that.
1: You're my worst nightmare, Tristan. Now single, I just like did you. you say
2: one drink? Yeah. Well, uh, no, I would have like one or two drinks like once a month, right? Now I'm having like drinks every other day. And, oh, there we
1: are. You know,
2: because it's yeah. usually, um, it's usually, and it's usually involved in like the social situation of like doing comedy and that. Like if I'm at home, I don't, I don't want to drink. I don't care about drinking. You should
1: try it. It's so fun. Drinking yeah. alone. No.
2: You should try it at work, it's especially with the desk job. Yeah, that be hey guys, should I become a drunk just so you can live vicariously through me? Hell yeah. <laughs> Dude, there's nights on, No, there's so much alcoholism and, and drug addiction that runs in my family, so I I'm you know, I'm like very cognizant of it. I don't want to go down that road, you know?
0: I love when yeah. you're you're having whiskey and I I talk too closely. I like to smell it. Oh, is that right? <laughs> I oh my god, I my friend love my
1: friend told me the craziest thing. She will smell booze and drink water at and the she's same sober? time.
2: Well, yeah. Wow. Yeah,
0: that's, that's an interesting. I,
1: that's 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 the danger zone. That to me probably. is like that's like cuddling with a cardboard cutout of your ex. Like, yeah. why would or you? like it's being like a vegan move and on, eating to move on. something shaped. I mean, like a hot I don't dog. judge. I think whatever you need to do to get you through the day. When I was just not for me.
0: Yeah, when I was single in sobriety, I liked making out with girls who drank and smoked. Oh I like yeah. I like I like a girl who tastes like a Trailer Park. Mm. Is that hot? Mm-mm.
1: I mean, yeah. No, I, I love making out with someone who smoked. Yeah. It's
0: great. <laughs> and you're a vapor.
1: I, I am a vapor,
2: yeah. I associate like I cigarette sm- and smell and, and coffee smell with like my dad. Mm-hmm. Well, and that a gritty, might be why I like my, it so much. My dad and my stepdad. Like they're both like cig- cigarette,
0: coffee drinkers. Same with my dad and the rough uh Are uh, either of them single? <laughs> <laughs> Are you single? that was we did we did ask may if we could talk about anything on the show uh uh yeah and she is she's giving us the cut it off no no i'm single i'm single but that's okay it's new york city you're hilarious comedian out on the town I'm sure you've got lots of suitors. We don't have to talk about it.
1: I do, okay, and uh, yes, hilarious. That's of real, you do that's okay. whatever New York guy is looking for. He's like, I need a woman who's hilarious. I love
0: funny ladies. I well, got yeah, a funny I would, lady. you know yeah. what?
1: That's whoever says that guys don't like funny women. I find that that's bullshit. She's like, yeah. well, like I'm cleaning up. Are you kidding I me? I have dick just flying at me <laughs> from every <laughs> corner. I'm just dodging dick. Well,
0: I, there is one thing no, that's, that's similar true. to that axiom, uh, which is the thing of like. What is it? Guy's worst fear is being embarrassed by a woman and a woman's worst fear is being killed by a man. Is that a thing people say? Um, uh, wow. Well, who, say, who would people say that? That's so
1: weird. My biggest fear is just failing in life. Yeah, Failing as a comic. <laughs> I never think about a man would kill me.
0: But like the ego involved with a guy. Actually, failing- that's
1: not true. Like a strange man. I guess I, I was like, yeah.
0: I guess. Yeah. Anyway. Uh
1: Sorry. I just—I derailed your point. Oh no! Well, in a really weird. The original point. point I was
0: making is that I love funny ladies.
1: Yeah, I mean, your fiance is hilarious.
0: She's very funny.
2: Yeah, I love, I love, um, I love creative women, like women that are are not
1: a fan of the word fiance. I hope I don't have to say it again. Me neither. No, it's <laughs> funny. It what is, do you do? I just—I didn't want to say girlfriend. Fiat. I just—I wanted. Yeah. Can I say your name? I just wanted to say like. Yeah, you could say Ross. Ross. Okay, Ross. Hi, Ross. I don't know if she listens. To she Ross is, will
0: listen to this.
2: Ross is a sweetheart. Oh, my she's God, I love person. Ross. The best. Every
1: time I text, any time I text Patrick, I'm always like, tell Ross I love her. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell Ross I think they she's They
0: know each other. They go the back. Best. I think you knew her before you knew me.
1: I was really intimidated by Ross when I first met her. I thought she was like the coolest person I ever met. And I was like, oh, my God. And
0: then you learn the truth.
1: Well, she's just like me. Like, yeah, I think that is, that's partially just getting when you get older, you stop attributing things like when you meet someone I used to be like if I met a woman who was really really pretty and well-dressed and like had tattoos I would just assume that she was like way cooler than me and now I just I know that you that we're all just people
0: yeah and you you know like I know when I meet men similar to me Mm -hmm. I know that they're using all the same tricks I do to like cover up Whatever. That's what, what what it am I is. Similar I'm... to you. What is that? Like a handsome. Yeah, like guys. Like if there's two of me at a party, like the ultra charming guy who's like super friendly with everybody. Super there attractive. I'm like, I'm like so fucking. Hot. <laughs> you this, know
1: the hot guy I'm rocking like... <laughs> it out with his
0: cock out. You know he's I'm got. Like, to... Fuck that guy. Like another Jude Law wandering around. You know I know. <laughs> Bearded Jude Law. <laughs> yeah, well when I'm watching a Brad Pitt film and you know, he's just being super awesome. It's like, true. I if do.
1: I if I'm not like if I'm at a party and there's another person who's trying to sort of get attention in the same way that I am, I feel it's like, threatened. It's
0: like one of us needs to go.
1: Yeah. But then we end up like connecting and it's
2: fine. You know, comedy sure. has been a gift to me because I have always been really socially dysfunctional, unlike you guys no. that are so amazing. Um I've yeah, I've like not I, I had like serious problems like i like when i was a kid i would identify with all the adults so i couldn't hang out with the kids i'd want to talk to the adult and then when i got older like i like like when i was in college like i couldn't go to a party unless i was drinking because i couldn't i didn't have enough i don't
1: think most people can go to a party yeah without drinking
2: um well also for for a couple of reasons one i didn't know how to talk to people unless i was like blasted and two, I was I was bored out of my mind unless I was blasted. So that was like why I oh, did that.
0: Sounds like
1: maybe uh, yeah, you you may want to watch yourself. No, but
2: that was <laughs> but that was like it was a so, it was a, yeah. Well, no, it was a social thing. Yeah. But you found your That's tribe now. now. Like you found now, your place. Well, yeah, there's also there's a level of like comfort that you find just talking to people from the stage. Also, improv like like we were talking about like in the past episodes like. People poop all over improv when they're in stand up, that kind of thing. But that's that's been so. Thanks great. for censoring yourself. Yes, yeah. definitely. Uh, they say the they really caca the, really all, all over it. So say over. the
1: s word. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but uh, you know, because improv is uh, it's it's more of like a happy, optimistic thing, and I think somehow like there's like like threatening with stand ups. But I uh, I just love. Uh, there's something about it that like you 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 like it, you have to like focus on people you have to like see that kind of facial expression that May has right now. May's and, like, looking reading, at election like, results. That's yeah, what's she's happening. like she's got that stink face on on her right no, now. No, you know what like. it is?
0: It goes back to uh, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, it goes back to books like The Secret. I really believe in like the spirituality Man, you of have like been On the Secret. Uh, I haven't even Wait, read have The read Secret, oh, okay. but there's similar books. There's a book <laughs> called There's a book called The Way of the Superior Man, which is not just for men, but it's like. The whole cornerstone of this thing is like once you truly do the thing you're meant to do with your life, like when you lock into the thing that you're supposed to be doing, everything else falls into place. Oh, yeah. Uh, So you you found comedy, and then you became like a regular person at parties. That's
1: really funny because I had no idea that you were socially inept.
0: Oh, my God. I'm such an introvert, like naturally. I
1: I, I, all comedians are, but I didn't think you were any worse. Maybe because I've only hung out with you when there was other comedians around. Maybe. Like way worse.
0: Tristan's got super weird things about him. But not I wouldn't call them like you're very
1: confident on stage. So I did kind of just assume you were confident off stage. And I'll be totally honest. You're one of those people where like when you're very genuine off stage Uh and I I always feel like those people are trolling me. Oh, really? Yeah. That's just my own. Well, you know, the thing that happens to me a lot is
2: because sometimes I'll be confident with certain things and other things I'll be shy. Like if I'm meeting new people, sometimes I get shy and then people assume that I'm stuck up. They'll be like, oh, you're
0: like he thinks he's better. You still have an earring? Yeah, I still do. That's part of my first impression of you. Do you remember <laughs> the first night we hung out? The first night? We we got ice cream after a mic uh-huh. with Jesse Riley, who I think has since moved I out remember, of New York. Amazing.
1: Oh, my God. I used to hang out with her at the cellar.
0: She's so funny. Um, I like her. I don't know what her deal is now. Uh, yeah, and no, I just remember did. being like, Who's this fucking guy with the folding bicycle and the earring? Yeah. And that like, was like uh, why the why are the three of us here? I think I just like offhandedly said to somebody, I gotta go get some fucking ice cream and both of you guys like separately were like, Oh, I'll come. Yeah. <laughs> so we're on this like weird triple date. And uh, I just remember thinking, what's with this earring? Who is this person? You're
1: like, who's this guy I'm dating?
0: Yeah. Are we going to bang? Who am I inside right now? (laughs) All right. Oklahoma went to Trump, it looks like. No, no, no. These are the exceptions. Oh, but look how many. There's a bunch of Oh, my God. Our model now gives him a 26% chance of winning the
1: election. So hold on, Uh, hold on, hold on.
0: Clinton is ahead right now. Wait, did you say Trump has a 26% chance?
1: That's. That's, oh, That's just over so, a quarter. so high.
2: So, May. Okay, so first of all, right now, uh, I just did the my little Midwest tour thing, in, uh, and I went to Indiana. So, the fact that Indiana fell hard to Trump is not a surprise in the
0: slightest.
1: I never would have thought, like, Tristan Smith would be the one <laughs> talking me through the trauma of the election. Well, here, let's think <laughs> about
0: That's actually like very reassuring. 20, 26% chance like of I Trump winning is like having a revolver with four spots for bullets, and there's one bullet in the chamber, and then you play Russian roulette with that. Um, Is that what we're talking about? I guess. Clinton's got Vermont, Massachusetts, New Jersey, Delaware, Massachusetts. Maryland, and D.C. Massachusetts,
2: so, that's you know, there's a lot of. State. What
0: time did you vote that's today, man?
1: Um, very early in the morning. Because you've
0: got a. May's a writer. Did you know May's a writer? I, I she gets paid that, to write. Yeah.
1: I, I, I do get paid to write. Can we talk
0: about some e cards. I
1: would love to talk about she some She memes e-cards. it up,
0: guys. She's hilarious on her Twitter. Up. And then she memes it up on.
1: That's not a big part of my job, though. That's like a. Oh, you
0: write articles, right? I write
1: our articles yeah. for them. And then sometimes I'll pitch cards. And they've taken two.
0: Cards are the memes that yeah, they do. But okay. my
1: job is more the writing of articles.
0: You write great articles. Thank you. May has written for recovery blogs. Mm-hmm. I have, uh, yeah. She's edited articles of mine on there. Two, I think. One, two. Well, I've you can tell she's a great writer in, in her stand-up. have oh, got a Fucking killer writer. Yeah, that's. Did really you go nice. to writing school?
1: <laughs> they actually have those. Uh, they're not worth the money. But uh, no, I, I, I went to... Uh,
0: you went to Smith, right?
1: No, I went to McGill. <laughs>
0: is that the Canadian? I that that I went McGill? to
1: Smith. He's just like, "No, but it's You're a- kind of a lesbian. You went to Smith." But right? isn't
0: McGill women's college?
1: <laughs> um, uh no, McGill is a is like NYU of Montreal. Montreal. Yeah, it's just like a, it's a just a very big uh very affordable school.
2: Wait, may, where are you from?
1: Uh outside of Boston.
2: Okay. That's which from, town? The
1: state of Massachusetts, which as Stoughton? you may recall, recently went for Hillary.
2: <laughs> #Hashtag
1: I'm with her. Yeah, what? big victory women. for women. No, I God. love how I went on about how I was like not that Can excited I say, uh, about like, Hillary. Well, clearly, I am. Hillary
2: uh, Hillary winning is historic. If she wins, is historic in the sense of you know, the first female president. But it's not. I don't think that her being president is necessarily a win for women in general. No,
1: her whole campaign has been a huge. I mean, I don't know. It's been a loss for women because we'll see how much things change. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm, you'll have to wear pantsuits from now on.
1: Well, that's fine. No, actually, I hate that so much. <laughs> Leggings are die, Hillary. I'm sorry. This is the one thing I won't do for you. But you can have my firstborn child. Um. Anyway. I I don't know why. <laughs> For some reason with the Obama thing, I think because I actually liked his politics and he was the first black president and it was like right. a change from the status quo. Well, and just like but, a
2: charismatic guy and he seemed like he had something different to offer. Exactly. Trustworthy.
0: But kid.
1: this campaign, in fact, the backlash against Hillary's campaign has made – has given me sort of like a renewed awareness of sexism that I already had obviously. But oh, I
2: feel like that's been – and we should talk about that because I feel like that's been a huge – focus in the comedy community especially this past year and it's and
1: everywhere yeah and for Everyone's a number but it. i mean
2: i mean and, and you know comedy is going to be a reflection of like what's yeah. going on yeah i mean i'm seeing that on social like facebook is is almost nauseatingly so in in a lot of ways like everybody's kind of getting on their high horse whether it's a good one or not um um about like every because everybody's got an opinion um yeah. but uh so yeah we've been seeing a lot of that i mean i'm i I personally as a white male that can't speak about anything I guess at this point, um, I, I, I totally am all for – I mean I don't – it seems ridiculous that we would be in 2000s and not have complete equality with genders. Although I don't think that you can – I don't think you can – I mean men and women are different Like, and sometimes I feel like – um some of the equality thing tries to negate that fact. And I think that that's silly because men and women just are different in some ways, but like, I don't
1: think what, what what kind of equality is trying to, what's that? What kind of, what do you mean? Equality? Well, you know, like,
2: I mean, equality in terms of like, uh, okay. So some of the things that are in the press right now, like, uh, if you're talking to a woman, you don't have to talk about how she looks and how you don't have to talk about like yeah. girly things quote unquote yeah. you can talk about the same things that if she's a expert in her field you can talk about Yeah, you're not going to have some old guy old white guy in your your thing and talk about he, he's an economic specialist and you're going talk uh that's an interesting tie you have there today Fred it uh, <laughs> uh, really can, goes good with your hair can, uh, I provide, uh, you know, yeah,
1: sorry. can I provide a counterpoint I know what you're saying and, and I like some women are you know they're in to girly things and they like rom-coms mm-hmm. and i love rom-coms and i love sex in the city but i with with men like my whole life i've experienced guys talking down to me it's the number one i think like most frustrating thing well re-
0: you're five four
1: five two and <laughs> i did not mean physically yeah, but I'm good dumb. good punt stop
0: talking down to her Patrick. <laughs> i'm i'm standing on the comics <laughs> table now
1: um <laughs> But I think it's, I think that there, there's got to be like a middle ground where you don't assume, here's the thing, when you assume that all women are into the same thing and all want to talk about the same stuff, then that's unfortunate for women like me. Sure. Who don't.
0: I mean, I just think like some women, if you don't mention their new top or shoes or whatever, they like throw a tantrum.
1: Okay, I'm sorry. I, I,
0: <laughs> they get all catty and it's just a cat fight, I you guys. I
2: cannot believe
1: you're talking about your mom right now. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, here's the thing. I was raised by a feminist, so I had a very different kind of childhood, which I haven't realized until I got older. Like my mom never told me I was pretty. Isn't that crazy? That's really My mom has never told me I was pretty. That's really Are you glad about that? She's, sure? She'll say, you look great. She'll say, you look beautiful. It, usually when I ask her. But like my whole entire life, she's always put the emphasis on like who I am. I just, I but love that's you. That's been you're a smart, great gift, right? Yes, but it's complicated because. Um, do you hug? Do I hug? Me and my mom? Yeah. Oh my God, we cuddle. We nice. like, I'll like, we will like, yeah, I, I, we're very affectionate with each other, but um, we make out. No, I'm sorry. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this got weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but yeah, she, 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 uh, because of that. I just, I don't tell women that they're pretty usually. Yeah. I don't notice their haircuts, um, but I notice a lot else about them. I listen really intently and I, yeah. I notice who they are as a person. And I find that if you do that instead, women like that even more. Like, yeah. yeah. She's Why not going to she- get mad at you for not noticing her haircut if you're like, oh my God, I, I love the way you do this. It
0: really does take retraining one's brain to do that though because Although, i'm i'm like a yeah. pretty simple person well
1: that's what the patriarchy there is there is like a counteract there is a there is like a, counteract- there, a,
2: really a, ca- uh, a counterintuitive aspect to that um in the sense that like if you're in a relationship i found quite often
1: you have to tell whoever you're yes. having sex with that they're pretty cause, right because you're attracted so to them that. yeah. yeah. that's different but yeah
2: because but the thing is is but you, not, you know, e- not
1: every woman. If that's the
2: person – if you like if you're dating somebody, if you're with somebody mm-hmm. for years and like they expect you to tell them on a daily basis, you look so pretty, you look so and, – and, and that's the woman that you spend the most time with. And then it gets ingrained in your head like, oh, that's how I'm supposed to
1: – Oh, talk to all women. Yeah.
2: I mean it gets – like I, I, I think that, that that's the – you that's know, the difficulty. I think
1: a lot of sexism really comes from that: is that men have uh, have experiences with specific women, and then the sexism is the thing where you lump everyone together. Right. That's what's sexist. Well, that's a
2: problem with any because kind of. Because it's the know. same
1: with like racism. Like right. I, it's it's like it's racist even if I'm not like you know I don't like th- this particular race of people, but I could assume that they're all one way because I knew one person mm. who was that race, and then I assume all of them. That's that's racism.
0: I'll bet a lot of my sexism. Is- is actually rooted in non-gender shit. Like it's me trying to win a person over emotionally, subconsciously. Oh yeah. Like oh my god, it's so good to see you. You look great. Yeah. And like before I know it, I'm just like. Well, you'll say the same thing to me like, though. Hey, that's what I'm saying. Like, just more, your
1: people pleaser side, like over, is stronger yes. than your gender. Yes. <laughs> Do you know? I, feel I that think. Way
2: too. I, I think. Look, we're all inherently selfish people, right? Like we're, we're the center of our own universe. Every single person, and and we all strive. I think to try to. Be more than that, but yeah, in, in a base level, Especially we comics. all are coming from our own perspective. We're all the center of our own universe in a way, and, we're
1: and self-seeking, like right. we, we so, want to survive. So, as
2: a man, I'm going to be inherently sexist. As a white man, I'm going to be inherently racist, and I am going to try to elevate myself intellectually above that, and 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 do better than that. But there is an inherent element just in not knowing. Like I have no idea what it's like to be a woman I never will and 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 by not knowing that, like I'll always have some level of inherent sexism to me
1: totally i I mean I really think the best thing anyone can do is just like acknowledge that
2: right and i think but I think so the problem you get is pass. I think the problem is that there's that the thing that I get concerned about and this is 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 societally but also in the sense of comedy and when you're trying to talk about these bigger issues that there's all these people out there that are now like, oh, I caught you in something that you did that's wrong and I'm going to oh, fucking, yeah. I'm going to just tear you a new one because you said this thing and it's all fucked up and you need to apologize and yeah. you should be fired from every job you've ever had.
0: You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. There is a, there is one, there's I'm, an individual on, on Facebook who um it keeps like over, like I feel like there is a thing, a, a thing where people overcorrect. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, like, hey, if you're, if you guys are giving this person a pass, then what you're really doing is is giving permission like and it's of course I want to be sensitive to like uh what the greater good is, but like at the same time I feel like there's got to be some wiggle room because like 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 with pronouns now, like uh trans pronouns uh after when a person transitions and like respecting what they've done with their lives and and you know, I truly do want to respect people and I don't want to hurt people whatever. But I do. I I need some wiggle room. I'm a I'm a 35 year old dumb dumb, and it's like we're t- two years or three years into this thing. Where, Don't you
1: think you have wiggle room though? Like, where do you feel like you've
0: like this been seriously? Just the tone of these posts from this person is just like
1: that's not. They're not a comic, are they?
0: They're an improviser, and I I perceive her vibe as like you fuck up once, you're dead to me you suck you're not you're, you're not you know like whatever it is and i might also i mean it's my issue it's me reacting as like
1: how do i get this person to like me well there's that <laughs> and there's
0: also i feel threatened now as a straight white comic like wh- is there do i have any do i have a place as a as a person who should have opinions you know uh uh,
1: I think it's what it depends, like what you have opinions about. Like, y- yes, you you definitely should have opinions on all kinds of things. Yeah. Um. But but, you know, historically, white men have had a lot of opinions about how other people should live their lives. And so yeah. now we're we're getting rid of that. And like, yeah, there might be a, whenever an oppressed, you guys know this, but whenever an oppressed group takes the power back, there's going to be a loss to the people in power.
0: Yeah. Which I'm perfectly OK with. But I might. But it's okay. I might call somebody well, by the think wrong the pronoun. pronoun. I think oh, in terms of like men you know, versus women at this point And they in time, might
1: be mad at you and that's your loss and that's okay because it's not as bad as what they've had to go through.
0: Of, of course. So it I totally. think you just
1: kind of accept like this situation kind of sucks for me right now. But oh, well, you know, yeah. other situations have sucked for other people forever. So I think I'm it's understand. like we all just
0: got to do the best we can. The
2: loss that you're talking about with like men, like with where men and women are right now, I don't think the loss would be that great to men I guess as well you know like because I don't, I don't yeah. think that the dis- the disparity is that great at this point
1: no I think it's most I think the penalty that you guys pay is mostly what you described as people on Twitter saying get them get them right right and like that that sucks I don't think anybody thinks that the you know I mean, I guess that there are people that that believe that because they're on Twitter saying those things. But like, as a comedian and like a reasonable person, I don't think someone should lose their job because they made a rape a bad rape joke. But um, you no, know, I, someone I, yeah. might, and that's fallout. I'm, from I'm kind of I'm kind college. of like
2: for, in my mind, like I am, I'm I'm pro free speech above all other things in a in a way because I think. Um, Anything that threatens our original
1: point for a white man. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Well, no, I just think anything that threatens our ability to be able to to um, say things freely and speak our opinions. And um, especially in in, especially in the realm of creativity, art, um, you know, any of those things like being able to do that without um, being censored. I agree. Um, You know, like people can have every right to not like what you're doing. Well,
0: here's an interesting thing yeah. to bring up. Did you, uh, you guys have been reading about Chappelle's performance the other night. Mm-hmm. Did you read about this Oh, at no. All? Uh, so at the cutting room, he went up, did like an hour or something. Don't
1: you feel so uncool? Like, uh, uh, no, I, uh, yeah. Well, I guess he um, talked, he talked. Everyone's some, talking about He
0: defended Trump on a couple points in mm-hmm. a humorous oh, way. In a humorous humorous way. I read way. your
1: post about it. You wrote a post about it, right? I didn't know. Oh, but he's
0: did. not the first comic to so, do that well there's that and then he that. also talked about tra- like some some things that people are perceiving as like transphobic or it probably was transphobic oh, yeah and here's what i want to say about that is like i want to be able to as a comic like be a little bit phobic about whatever i'm not personally transphobic but maybe be phobic about whatever and just like work through it on stage work through it yeah i don't know i was talking about this with ross earlier today and she made a good point she's like yeah you you do have the right to do that but those people also do have the right to continue the conversation, even if they're not comedians and say, yeah, he sounded like a dick, you know?
2: Sure. Yeah, absolutely. People don't have I to guess- like
0: what you're doing. And, and, and ideally
2: if you're doing a set or something, you're trying to craft that to be as accessible to as many people as possible without losing the integrity of whatever your artistic expression is. Um, but, you know, I mean, I would, so when I did the the Midwest thing, like I, um, you know, I, I observed that like, people really enjoyed um more bite-sized dig- easily digestible jokes um like dick jokes like they fucking love that like big time um and i i don't think there's anything inherently wrong with that it's just like that's not necessarily the kind of comedy that i want to do like yeah if i like whatever i'm like I, the one thing that's interesting about the new york scene is like everybody talks about everybody does their comedy from like this personal place for the most part like most most like the standard comedian thing i see is like people have jokes about stuff but it's always coming from this like personal place or their own personal perception whereas when you do those like kind of bite-sized dick jokes like those could be like those are like anybody could be doing that that exact joke and it would be like like i could never there's like most of the may wilkerson jokes i could never do because they're so particular to
0: you and your life experience you know
1: it's true and say right like wise back at you
0: yeah I got a question for May Wilkerson. I don't like yelling at people. <laughs> May Wilkerson getting booked all over town, highly respected. Oh. Her bits are not just dick jokes. There's a point no. to them. Some There's of them are a- dick jokes. There's some dick jokes in there. But they're personal I dick jokes. I want to pass
1: at the clubs, so I need to Yeah, have so dick I,
0: I want to ask you need, ask those, about you need yeah. Those, yeah, so like do you do you do you like think about that for like like do you want to pass at clubs in New York and I assume also around the country like do you want to go? I mean, we're looking at these electoral votes. Uh Trump is fifth up 5146. No, I do not like, want to go to any like, state. Like do you want to sure do that. red state comedy? Like do you cuz cuz I want to fucking be in front of rooms of people wherever. And
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, cuz you you can.
0: Uh, well, I can and yeah. I have a different thing I want out of this. Like I I really just want to have yeah, a you're good getting time. Yeah, you I see you, you all over all every time. fucking show ever, Patrick. No, shut up. I'm booked all the time. Always emceeing. Yeah, but what I'm saying is I just want I just want to get laughs and I'll make a I, like I will I kind of don't have a whole lot of principles in ter- in terms of like what I want to get laughs from. You there's a lot of principle in your material. And this isn't a judgment by the way. This is just a question. It's just a fact. Uh do you do you uh does that matter to you? Like um how do I phrase the question Do Well, that's a good question. Do you want to perform in red states?
1: Um, that's a complex question, because for a really long time, I felt like exactly what you described, having performed in outside New York a little bit. Um, It's like such a mixed bag, because, you know, I did a couple shows in Philly were some of the best shows I've ever done. So yeah, I would like to not only perform in New York, do I want to, tour the red states probably not you know
2: there's some amazing audience people or audience people audience members in indiana in kentucky Sure, and i, would I mean love, some great audiences out I, there i
1: would love that but at the same time like i know exactly what it feels to walk into a room and have people just not like me right off the bat mm-hmm. and i've experienced that And with mostly older, conservative, older white people, I have have been like my worst shows. Mm. And I don't do
2: particularly well with that either. I
1: mean, I just hate it so much. It's it really wears me down and like, no, I don't want to do it. I also love I love writing and I love writing jokes that are true to me. And I if you know, maybe I need to tell those jokes in front of people who also want to hear.
0: Yeah, So that's another philosophical question. You in front of a group of people who want to hear what you're you're making jokes about. So cr- I was just
1: reliving like my last bomb in front of conservative white well, people. It was well, so that's bad. the question.
0: So you'll kill in front of people who are on the same same page as you. I but know. like, is there power in the potential of converting people, or do you think there's? do you think there are people that actually need to hear your take on things?
1: I think it's hard because I know what most true comics would say. They'd be like, oh, I want to be funny no matter what. We're comic. You mm-hmm. know, I've been l- watching comedy and listening to comedy podcasts like my whole life, you know, because I'm only eight years old, which is how old podcasts are. Um, yeah. But um, I I know that I should say like, I want to make anyone laugh. Being funny is like the top, but it's just like, do I really want that exhausting experience of go? It's more about like my personal self well-being like i'm a recovering alcoholic i'm a person with a severe anxiety do i really want to put myself in the situation of going to these small towns where i feel unsafe and and disrespected like am i gonna be okay in those scenarios i don't know so the comedian in me like wants to make everyone laugh but the part of me that is like a grown woman and aware of my mental health and my limitations like i don't know if i can do that Mm.
0: uh we got steps steps right yeah I gotta ask. I gotta ask a question that uh, I think. I think there's so many women in the in the comedy scene who admire you. Uh, you brought up mental health in a general way, young comedians in general. You brought up mental health. What do you say to young comics who like might have anxiety issues or doesn't even have to be drinking related, but like, do do you do you do you have to protect yourself? Uh, I don't know. What do you what do you recommend? To protect young people? myself. Like, like, are you, do you go to therapy? Are you medicating? Oh, are you like, oh uh, yeah,
1: I, I take Zoloft. I go to therapy. I always tell people get help, get help, get help, get help. It's so stupid not to get help. Yeah. Like that shit will fuck up your life. I did not know, but anxiety like was ruining my life for a really long time. Yeah. And so, yeah, I talk about it constantly.
0: Yeah. Okay. I guess I just wanted to hear your... Good
2: help, young comics who are listening. Or young people, right? You are not
0: alone. Like, I feel like if you get out of college and you move to New York City and you start a career in any career and you're just, like, winging it and you realize, I can't handle all this, so I'm going to drink more, I'm going to fuck more, I'm going to do whatever more to, like, not feel those feelings... It's like, yeah, you gotta deal with it in a, in a safe way. Um,
1: I totally. Agree.
0: We don't have a ton of time left,
2: and but one thing I was just thinking about. It, and by the way, I could probably continue this conversation for like another hour. This is. Uh, we should stay here till
0: the elections over. Yeah, yeah, well,
1: yeah. You guys <laughs> want to? Just, I'll just be crying in this room with two guys who. Well, you've are got You've got it.
0: You've got to be somewhere, right?
1: Um, I'm meeting V. Lentz at the Creek.
2: Oh, nice. V. we Lentz, love V. Lynx. Great, yeah. Um, Well, so so when this gets posted, it'll be after the election. It's gonna probably post this a little later this month. So um, we could pretend like May. Hillary has won. No, what's, what's your stop, reaction? I can't. <laughs> or, that's Jinxing it. I'm knocking
1: on Wednesday May. Trump is
2: won. What are we, what are we gonna do? That is the Ugh. Jinx of the century. Okay? Ugh, don't know. <laughs>
1: um, uh, if if Trump wins, like I don't know what I'm gonna do. When Bush won. Eight years ago, I was in Montreal. Oh no, ten years. When did Bush win?
2: Uh, two thousand.
1: Okay, I was no, but the second time is two thousand four. Yeah, but I remember
0: like- that more. I
1: was in Montreal and I un it unleashed this pa- like political fury that I didn't know I had, and I was kicking cars. I mean, I was very drunk, but I was kicking cars. I was kicking bicycles. My ex had to like physically like wrestle me yeah. into bed, like I was really out of control. So I don't know what is going to happen if Trump wins. There may be a like a lady riot.
0: It would just be too much. I don't. It's just impossible, like, isn't it? Impossible. Like that, people will. Like unfortunately, me, it's not impossible. It's not impossible. This is the thing, though. If he wins,
2: for me, just seeing all of the stuff that he's said and done, and he's been almost, he's. It's almost like watching a candidate be like. Do not vote for me. Yeah. I'm telling you don't vote for me. It's it's like watching that and people are still like yeah, I'm gonna vote for you. So it's um I mean if he wins it's gonna I I mean I mean well, I, you know what, I'm gonna be less upset that he's president and more upset that everybody just let themselves be so duped
0: because they're afraid of Hillary being in office. Duped you know? or given or so many people gave in to the sick desire of seeing the unknown. Like maybe Rory Scovel had this great set on Conan about it and he's like uh can't you just picture yourself going into that voting booth and just saying, "Why not? Let's, oh yeah, we we both went and saw yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, the, the line, line where he's like, "Let's see how bright these fireworks can get." Yeah. Uh yeah. that's a great line. And are there people with that motivation that are just like I, th- oh, I fuck think it. Uh, I think I was listening to Pat Oswalt
2: though. I saw him at the Beacon Theater. It was amazing. And he was talking about it and he was like and people are like, "Well, he's entertaining." And I'm like, "He's like, fuck you. How much entertainment do you need? You have like mm-hmm. you have computers and video games and everything. Like, do you really need that entertainment in your life?" I mean,
0: that is a very American thing. Like, we need everything to be entertaining, even our elected officials. Uh But yeah, I think if if I don't think he's going to win, but if he won tomorrow, I think I would be fucking stunned and I think I would be ashamed I didn't do more cuz I did vote, but I didn't
1: yeah, I I'm re- I regret that I didn't.
0: I almost voted for Jill Stein. Almost. Oh
1: my god, I'm so glad you didn't. Um I uh <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, I just had a visceral reaction. Um Yeah, I'm going to regret not like campaigning for her. I almost went to pennsylvania on sunday because i was just like freaking out yeah i was just gonna go show up in pennsylvania and just walk around screaming like please vote for hillary please <laughs> i don't know i i guess that's how canvassing works yeah, you just walk is, around yeah, crying i did
2: that i did i did cam- go into people's
1: did, houses and to us use their bathroom and in, in, in eat the summer cookies.
2: of 2000 was the hardest job i ever had
1: oh god mm. what a nightmare i called one person i i or i called like 20 people one person picked up and i was so scarred that i had to stop phone banking because oh, yeah. it, it's horrible
0: oh my gosh
2: i did I to go door to door.
0: What what do you guys do about people in your life that you're close to that you know support Trump? Like my parents? Yeah. Nobody I
1: know. (laughs)
2: Um, I just, you know, I, I actually prefer to talk to those kind of people. I prefer to talk to people that don't Think the same thing I think because it's enlightening, and then you can be like, "Oh yeah, maybe I'm totally wrong about this." Or I
0: don't like you know, to maybe, talk about it at all. I just avoid it. Point.
2: Oh, I know. I think too many people do that, and I think that's a huge mistake. I think we we need to talk about it. I think like, um, you know, this is coming from Mr. Free Speech Boy. Um, I think that if you know, if we want to have better candidates, then we need to have a dialogue in this country. Um, between ourselves between people that don't agree and and talk about it and really like uh, you know figure some stuff out because i think that uh, i think it's getting like that where nobody wants to talk to each other about politics they're so afraid to bring it up and i think that's really
0: dangerous Uh, yeah i got a text from my my sister-in-law saying hey did you know your stepdad has a trump sign on your mom's front lawn and i was like no i didn't and it turned into this group text and uh I was just sort of like, I don't, I don't care. Like, it's not that I don't care. I, th- I said I don't care, but I think what I really meant was like, I don't have the emotional bandwidth to discuss it or like I try to change it or something. Right. And that, that, that makes me a bad person. I think.
2: No, I, I mean, I can understand that. But it's I, your I, family. Yeah. I think
1: you're just protecting your own self care.
0: Yeah. I, I, I things
2: get really heated when I talk like to my mom or uh, you know my stepdad. Uh, like they—they're very uh, they're you know
1: where where are they from? Where are you from?
2: Uh, well, I mean, they're they're—I mean, my mom's from New Jersey, but they live in Nashville.
1: What's her excuse? What's that? Hi, mom. Yeah,
2: they live in Nashville. <laughs> they lived in Nashville for the past twenty what, plus where's years. Where's Tennessee at right now? Uh, I don't think there's any results for Tennessee yet. Uh, it's oh eight th- no, Tennessee has uh, gone to Trump. Jesus. <laughs>
0: It's eight thirty on Tuesday. Why did you do that, Tristan's bomb. Of course, it, of course it has. Of course, Election it has. Tuesday.
2: Oh, poor uh, May
0: Wilkers is going to be up until can't. three in the morning, guys.
2: It's going to be all right. You know, you know, one oh. way or another. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One one way or another, we're going to have so much fun as comedians. You know, it's going to be great. Yeah. Comedian's the best thing to be. Until, of course, uh, Trump throws us into to, uh, jails. Um, you
1: guys have we're... a good attitude. Both of you have a very good attitude.
2: Well, we're.
1: I have a very like dark attitude. I
0: mean, this everything. is literally a position of privilege we're in.
2: Right? I don't think I don't Aww. think it's picking you up right now. You're not speaking directly into
0: the mic.
1: It's okay. I was just whining there about how are. like life is meaningless and everything's <laughs> terrible and why do we do this? I
0: heard some tears and crying. I
1: was crying a little bit on the inside mostly, but.
0: Uh, Big stuff coming up for May. She's going to the Boston Comedy Festival. That's awesome. I
1: am. I'll be there November 17th. You have a podcast? I do. It's called Crying in Public.
0: And oh, on SoundCloud. And you're on TV on the videos with Alyssa. We
1: are on Condé Nast's The Scene.
0: She's so funny. You guys are perfect for each other. Thank
1: you. We are. Oh, she's the best. My comedy partner, Alyssa Limparis. Follow her on Twitter at Alyssa Limp. Also follow me at Shut Up May.
2: Yeah. yeah. And you. Patrick and I are... In the high and dry comedy show at Broadway Comedy Club on the sixteenth of November. Oh. That's gonna be uh it's gonna be Hootin Nanny. Yeah. Home dinger.
1: Also come to my birthday show November twenty second. It's just my regular show, Brutally Honest at QED.
0: Yeah, that's November
1: twenty second. A- my monthly. I guess it's gonna be my birthday version so you should
0: come i haven't come to that show and i will definitely be there for that uh Yay. but that's a great concept it's just like real raw vulnerable comedy
1: it is and
0: caitlin brodnick caitlin
1: right? brodnick she, also funny amazing oh woman.
0: god what a fucking spirit she's the best
1: yeah she's great you
0: really found a core group of women and all young <laughs> you. comics like tristan and i need to have our core group of women yes.
1: yeah you do and then you can go into the forest together yeah.
0: Well, thank you, May. May, thank you so much for coming on the comics table.
1: Thank you for having me on the comics
0: table. Call at the, us tomorrow at the when we table. get the results from the election.
1: All right, I'll let you guys know who won. <laughs>